This Saturday, September 16th, MLB Picks Betting Show on the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly. The bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Watch are brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. Watch are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome everyone to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, September the 15th, currently 518 on the East Coast, here to get into the Saturday schedule on the Diamond we have about, uh, I want to say about two weeks left of the regular season before we get into the playoffs. Ever so closer and uh, to the uh, playoffs and the finish line of the regular season. But joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as a voice on the NBA Gambling Podcast, the NFL Gambling Podcast, and here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, it's Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Not bad, man. I'm glad we winding it down to to the um, end of the season so we can finally actually get some really competitive games where we know what's going on. We know who's in the lineup. It's not a lot of uh, uncertainty. Uh, but, yeah, just grinding it out to the end of the season, man, trying to end on a strong note and go into the playoffs on a high note. Yeah, I agree, man. It, it's been a grind of MLB season. Every It is, I mean, uh, every single year when you're trying to handicap uh, what anywhere from 10 to 12 to 14 15 games a day but um it, it's all worth it at the end man uh yes, it's, it's been an okay season I'll, I'll say it's been uh some ups and downs for sure i mean there's been pods where we've uh done real well there's been weeks where we've kind of been cold but you know that just comes kind of with the territory uh when you're handicapping and grinding out the mlb season but like I mentioned, two weeks left for the regular season. We'll handicap about seven games, uh, the top seven matchups here for the Saturday schedule. And if there's anything that else that kind of sticks out to us, uh, we'll quickly mention it. But if there's anything um, you know in the chat that you guys uh, want us to uh, touch on, definitely do let us know at the end of the pod if we haven't touched on a game. And we'll do our best to uh, touch on that game for the Saturday schedule. So, uh, Lante, let's just dive right into it, my man. The first game I wanted to talk about here, uh, for the Saturday schedule, it's going to be the first game on the board. That's going to be between the Boston Red Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Chris Sell is a probable pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, and Chris Bassett gets a start here for the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays are a minus 125 home favorite here, plus 105 on the money line for the uh, Boston Red Sox, and the total is set at nine with juice towards the under at minus 122. Run line minus one and a half, plus 164 for the Blue Jays, and plus one and a half, minus 198 for the Boston Red Sox. Starting here with the uh, Red Sox here. Chris Sale, 
uh, has fallen off a cliff uh, over his last five games. It's really been the last star that's really inflating the numbers. And I know he's given up a few runs over his last five starts, but he had two starts in there, which were against the uh, Houston Astros, uh, one of the better offenses in the league. But in his last start, which was against the uh, uh, Baltimore Orioles, at Fenway Park, he only lasted four innings in that game. Six earned runs he gave up to the Baltimore Orioles. Two home runs he gave up and two walks as well in that game. And over his last five games, uh, he is one and two with a uh, 5.87 ERA. 15 earned runs he's allowed in 23 uh, innings pitch. And the Red Sox have been alternating between win-loss, win-loss uh, over his last uh, five appearances for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, looking at Chris Bassett on the season, fourteen and eight with a three point eight three ERA. Uh, last five games, three and two with a three point two seven ERA. The uh, Blue Jays have won two of his last three starts. He did face the Red Sox earlier this season where he had a very nice outing for them. Seven innings he pitched against the Red Sox. Uh, He allowed seven hits, but only one earned run, six strikeouts and three walks in that game. And he's been really good uh, at Rogers Stadium this season for the Toronto Blue Jays. Seven and four with a 3.12 ERA. His last start wasn't very pretty. He did allow uh, five earned runs and five and one thirds inning to the uh, Texas Rangers. And now he's going to go up against the Red Sox, like I mentioned. Historically, against the Red Sox, uh, he's actually been pretty good. He did face them back in 2021 when he was with the Oakland A's. And again, like I mentioned earlier this season uh, on August 6th, in those two starts, he's pitched a combined 14 innings. There's only allowed three earned runs and 16 strikeouts um, in that span. 2-0 with a 1.93 ERA. Uh, Chris Sale in his career against the Blue Jays, um, this dates all the way back when he was with the um, White Sox. So I'm going to filter this down uh, to the more recent uh, start. Well, he hasn't faced uh, the Blue Jays since the 2019 season, but um, he's had some success against them. Eight and five with a 2.93 ERA. Um, I was kind of leaning towards the under in this game. I feel like these both pitchers can bounce back here in this spot. Um, I know that the uh, Blue Jays and both the Red Sox are battling it out uh, for that wild card position in the American League. I do feel like Chris Sale can bounce back here. I think Chris Bassett, like I mentioned, has been pitching really well at home. I'll go with the under nine in this game here, Lante. Uh, as far as the side, I do like the Blue Jays uh, uh, on the money line here at minus 125. What do you think about this game? Yeah, I kind of struggled with this game. Um, I wanted to go under like you. I had to say I had a similar thought process in it, but I looked a little bit deeper into it. Boston 40, 29, and one to the over on the road. Um, Toronto six and six uh six of the last ten and went over, but I think that was more opponent based. It had more to do with Texas rather than them and, and some of those other teams scoring because their offense has been up and down. Um they got shut down in the last few games, five runs combined over the last three. Um, I don't trust Bassett at all, but you mentioned that he has had success against Boston, um, especially in that early August, um, in that early August meeting. But if you look at his splits, like he's he's pitched well against bad offenses, but against good offenses, he kind of struggled outside of that Boston, um, that Boston game. So that was kind of concerning for me, and that's another reason why I didn't want to take the take the under. I'm gonna just I'm gonna lean to the under. I mean, I didn't like what I saw out of Toronto. I mean, they lost four straight. They got dominated by Texas. I was on them in probably two of those games. And, I mean, good spots. I think Gosman, he just didn't get any run support early on. And I think that caused him to fall down. Boston's lost 7 of 10, so I got no faith in them. I think I'm going to agree with you, man. I might just go first five under um, with Bassett and uh, with Bassett and um, Sale on the mound. So I'll go first five under in this game. If I had to lean to the side, I'd be with you with Toronto. I just don't like how Boston is going right now. 
All right, next game uh, on the board that we're going to get to here is going to be, uh, let's go over to the 610 Eastern start between the Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Guardians. Dane Dunning on the mound here for the Texas Rangers, and uh, Tanner Bybee gets a start here for the Cleveland Guardians. Rangers are a slight favorite here at minus 112 on the road, minus 108 on the money line for the Cleveland Guardians. Total is set at 8 with juice towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus one fifty four for the Texas Rangers and plus one and a half minus one sixty five, I'm sorry one eighty five for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, it seems like uh, Lanta here that the uh, Rangers have found their offensive form again. Uh, they're only I think one game back in the American League West, if I'm not mistaken, as far as the standings go right now. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up exactly here. Uh, so it's only half a game out yep. uh, right now before the Friday games do kick off. They have won six games in a row, uh, have the uh, Texas Rangers, and the Mariners are only one and a half games back. So like we mentioned, this uh, race is probably going to come down to the wire here. But what are you thinking about this game between the Rangers and the Guardians? Yeah, I know it's hard to fade fade the Rangers right now, being that they're so hot, especially um, winning those six games. And I just mentioned they dominated in Toronto, um, especially the offense. But I think I'm going to buy on, on um, BB or Bybee, however you say his name. I mean, he's been awesome. Hasn't had a bad start since like late June. Um, 15 straight starts without allowing over three runs. Um, I, I think, you know, Cleveland's been underwhelming for sure. They lost seven in their last 10 and only scored, you know, over three runs twice in their last five games. But I think maybe I just need to go first five and just split a unit first five full game. Uh, but, I mean, Dunning, he's been, you know, a bit up and down. Uh, he has had some control issues at time. That's kind of concerning. That's kind of concerning if you're uh, leaning towards Texas. But I think the if you're going to bet Texas, you're betting on their offense and more so than, than the pitching because we all know that bullpen can blow it at any given time. Um, and Dunning giving up a solid amount of contact. I think Cleveland at home – uh, where, where they hit a little bit better than they do on the road, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with them, but it's strictly a bit on the starting pitcher and not on them as a team. Yeah, I know Gunning was really good, um, at least at home uh, for the Rangers. I know they're on the road here, but he does have a four and four record with a three point five nine ERA. He just hasn't been in good form right now, man. The Rangers have lost four of his last five starts. Uh, the offense really carried him in his last start back on Monday, uh, where he did allow three earned runs over six innings to the Toronto Blue Jays. But prior to that, he had given up nine runs to the Houston Astros, three to the uh, New York Mets. Uh, four to the Twins, and then three to the Milwaukee Brewers. But when you're giving those runs up early in the game, it's not doing any favors, especially for that bullpen that hasn't been very good this season for the Rangers. So um, I, I like what I, I think we've talked a lot about uh, Bybee this season as well for the um, uh, Cleveland Guardians. And I like you mentioned him being at home. It makes me a lot more comfortable backing him because he has been really good with a five and two record with a two point one four ERA over his last five games. He's one and two with a three point five four ERA, and uh, despite them losing back to back starts made by uh, Tanner Bybee, he's only allowed he's exact he's allowed like exactly two earned runs in four straight starts. Mm-hmm. The walks are a little bit concerned for him, yeah. um, but I, I think I'm I'm comfortable uh, with uh, Tanner Bybee at home. I, I just don't like the form that um, uh, Dane Dunning is in right now for the Texas Rangers. So lean towards a home team here, uh, minus 108 on the uh, on the Guardians here uh, for this matchup between the Rangers and the Guardians. Dante, before we get over to the next game, man, let me tell everyone about DraftKings Sportsbook. Football is officially back, and we're in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? 
DraftKings Sportsbook, an, all, an official online, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. News customers can bet just $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game this September. So get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200, in, sorry, $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific uh, specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Watch brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, their best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. I've used your app personally, man, and it's so easy to use. They have great flash deals and last-minute tickets available. Easy to find and uh, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. The lowest price is guaranteed. Event cancellation protection as well. But the best thing I love about their app is that anytime you go in to buy a ticket for any specific uh, event, you actually can see the image of your seat view. So there's no surprises when you actually get to the venue or any obstruction that's going to uh, get in the way of your view. No, none of that. You can see exactly uh, what you're going to see right when you uh, purchase those tickets. And when you do purchase those tickets, it's easy. Two taps and you're all set to go. And the tickets are going to go directly to your phone. You don't have to worry about hassling and waiting through the mailbox or in your email box. They're right there on the app. You can scan it, and you're ready to get into your uh, event. Um, so all you got to do is download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right, Lance, let's get over to the next game on the schedule. Uh, let's go over to... Uh, let's go over to the 7.05 Eastern start. We got the Tampa Bay Rays and the um, and the Baltimore Orioles in this game here. 7.05 Eastern start. Tyler Glass now on the mound here for the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And then we have Grayson Rodriguez on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles. Tampa Bay Rays are a minus 125 road favorite here, plus 105 on the money line for the Baltimore Orioles. Total is set at 7.5 with two towards the over at minus 115. Run line, minus 1.5, plus 136 for the Rays, and plus 1.5, minus 162 for the Baltimore Orioles here. Lonzo, what are you thinking about this game? Yeah, so I'm thinking um, I, I got a, a ticket on Tampa at like plus 400 to, or plus 450 and 4-1 and to, to win the division after Baltimore took that big lead. Um, and, you know, the stuff happened with McClanahan. I kind of grabbed a little bit on them and was gobbling a, a little bit more each time that I saw them start playing well. And I'm trying to stay away from this game just because I got so much exposure on it. But I do lean to Tampa here in, in this situation. I mean, Baltimore was like very, very underwhelming um, versus St. Louis. I know we talked yeah. about it like probably against two of the worst pitchers in the MLB. They couldn't get anything going like they they only scored over three runs once in their last five games. And they've had runners. In, they, I think they left like 11 on base in, in one game, including a game time run. Uh, I think Gunner had hit a triple. Uh, one yeah. out, and then they couldn't get they couldn't get him across for whatever, at the top of the lineup. They couldn't get him across. Um, so yeah, that's kind of concerning for me. Um, long term, I think they'll be fine. I think they might be just being a little bit of a slump. But here, I think Glass now a better pitcher. Uh, he shut down Baltimore back in July. I know it's a 
this uh, a few months back, but he had two earned and seven innings pitched. Um, he has been a bit up and down as of late, but like like I mentioned, the way Baltimore's offense has played, I mean, I think he'll be I think he'll be fine. I mean, they failed to contribute runs like during times where they had below average pitchers. You know, Glassnow is going to come come in and he's probably looking to dominate. And I know you know Tampa's won eight of the last ten. Um, they're forty one and thirty two on the road. Only one game back, man. Uh, I have to go with Tampa here. Better pitcher. Um, I think the offense wakes up here. I would look at their team total to go over here also. Yeah, this is a big series, obviously, for both teams um, for that AL East division. Right now, as it stands, the Baltimore Orioles have a one-game lead as of uh, before the Friday games uh, over the Tampa Bay Rays. Both teams have 91 wins. Uh, Orioles 55 losses and 57 for the Tampa Bay Rays. So huge series for both of these teams uh, for that AL East crown. Um you know, Glassdale has um, faced this Orioles team twice this season, um, and he struggled in one of those starts, uh, which is kind of inflating uh, this ERA that he has against the Baltimore Orioles. When was um, that one? Was that, that was all the way uh, back on June 20th. Uh, sorry, yeah, June 20th. He went okay, four and one-thirds. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, he allowed six earned runs, two home runs. He did have seven strikeouts in that game to two walks. Um, and then he faced him uh, exactly a month later on July mm-hmm. 20th. Uh, uh, was a better outing for him, seven innings. Uh, he only allowed two earned runs, had nine strikeouts in that game to no walks. Uh, I know Grayson Rodriguez was struggling early on when he did return for this Orioles team, but he seems like he's found his form. Over the last five games, he's 2-1 and one with a 2.45 ERA. He's allowed eight earned runs in 29 and one-thirds innings pitched. Um, and he hasn't allowed more than uh, three – he's allowed more than three uh, three earned runs or more in just one start over his last five games. And he's gone at least six innings in four of his last five starts. I feel like this is going to be a game that's going to have a playoff atmosphere here, uh, Lante, just because both teams know what's at stake here, uh, with this, uh, especially with this uh, series this weekend and in the division – Mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping that this total does get to eight, uh, where I will probably come in and take the under. Yep. I do like Tyler Glass now strikeouts uh, as well. If that number is anywhere from six and a, if it's at six and a half, I will definitely be on the over. But I think my gut's going to tell me it's probably going to op- open up at seven and a half. Uh, at probably at plus money, but I, I do like Glass now to b- bounce back in this game. I like the form that uh, Grayson Rodriguez is in as well. Uh, gun to my head, I would go with the Rays on the side here at minus one twenty-five. But I'm going to wait for that total to get to eight and then come in on the under uh, for this game. Uh, next game on the board, Yolante, let's go over to a 7-10 Eastern start. we got the Houston Astros. They are going to be taking on the Kansas City Royals. J.P. France gets the start here for the Houston Astros, and Cole Reagans is on the mound here for the uh, Kansas City Royals. Royals are a plus-124 home underdog, minus-148 on the money line for the Houston Astros. Total is set at 9 with juice towards the over at minus-120. Run line, minus-1.5, plus-110 for the Astros, and plus-1.5, minus-130. For the Kansas City Royals, um, looking at this game here, I'll start here with JP France, who has struggled uh, for the uh, Astros. Um, I want to say over the past couple of weeks here, over his last five games, he's two and two with a seven point two ERA. He's allowed uh, twenty earned runs and twenty five innings pitched uh, for the Houston Astros, and he did bounce back nicely in his last start against the Padres, where they uh, or where he went uh, six innings, he only allowed one earned run. Of four hits. The one concern I do about JB France is the walks are starting to uh, uh, pile up a little bit for him because he did have five walks his last start uh, against the San Diego Padres. And prior to that, against the Rangers, he did have three walks in that game as well. And that was a start where he did struggle 
where he did allow five earned runs to the Rangers, but the offense has been carrying J.P. France over his last two starts. Uh, in his last two starts, the Astros have combined for 25 runs uh, and given him a lot of run support for him to get those victories there. So um, it's something to keep in mind if you're going to be betting on this game. Uh, Cole Raggins, uh, he's been pretty solid, I would say, for the Kansas City Royals, man. Uh, on the season, 6-4 and four with a 3.01 ERA. Over his last five starts for the Royals, he's 3-0 and with a 1.47 ERA. 30 and two-thirds innings pitcher, Lante. He has 42 strikeouts. Um, in that span for the Kansas City Royals uh, offense, or sorry, uh, pitching staff, he's had at least seven strikeouts in four of his last five starts, and nine strikeouts in uh, at least nine strikeouts in three of his last five starts. And at home, he's been pretty solid with a four point, uh, sorry, four and two record with a two point four one ERA. You know, a lot of times we talked about p- these pitchers facing teams like the Astros and the Braves and the Dodgers. That the numbers, you know. I look better when before they face them, obviously. But I know the Astros have been swinging the bad way better on the road uh, since the All Star break when they have been at the juice box uh, at Minute Maid Park in Houston. So I'm not sure which Cole Reagans we're going to get here, especially going up against this offense here for the uh, Astros, especially they are in that ALS fight uh, where they do have the Rangers and the Mariners uh, on their tails. Um, and they can't lose games against some of the poorer teams in in, in this league, uh, especially in the American League. You know, teams like the Royals and the A's. I'll, I'll put faith here in the Astros. I'll, I'll go with the money line here on the Astros at minus one forty eight. Um, the, the total was kind of tricky for me, but I'll lean with the Astros on the money line here. Lante, what did you have for this game? Yeah, man, I thought it was too short. Um, you know, we we all love Cole Reagan's, uh Cashed a bunch of his strikeout props. I think Scott actually hit. Um, during a week, maybe two weeks ago, on strikeout leader, he he got tied. Yeah. He was yeah. tied in the and paid out a big a big price. But again, I think you brought up the the major part is that, I mean, France outside of those two um, bad outings, I think in the past few weeks, uh, he's been like really good. He had two bad starts all year. He's been pretty consistent. Uh, hadn't allowed over three runs on the road in seven of his last eight starts. So he pitches well on the road. Um, I just think Houston's too short here. I mean, Raggins is good, but against this offense, like you mentioned. And a Houston team that plays 40, they're 45 and 27 on the road, so they play really well. Um, I'm probably going to look at Houston on the run line here, man. They're 43 and 29 on the run line in the road games. So I think they can get to Kansas City. I do lean to the over here. Um, maybe a Houston team total over also uh, would probably be a, a better bit because I think they can get to Cole Reagans. And if they get to him early, I mean, they're probably going to eat up that bullpen. If he can't get yeah. out of the fifth inning, it, it might get it might get ugly for him. So I'm going to go with Houston here on the on the money line with you. I uh, laid a little bit on the run line also. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, all right, before we get over to the next game on the schedule, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets, revolutionally parlay optimizer tool to hit get to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort our players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. 
You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. This week's special promotion, they're giving away $100,000. All you have to do is make a pick'em selection that uh, includes Tua's passing yards, 277 and a half, higher or lower. Underdog is going to select 10 random winners to give out $10,000 each to. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on the Underdog's mobile app or their website, Sports, sorry, underdogfantasy.com. But make sure you use that promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, Lance, let's get over to the next game on the schedule here we wanted to get to the next game uh let's go over to the phillies uh and the cardinals it's gonna be a 7 15 eastern start ranger suarez on the mound here for the philadelphia phillies and miles Mikolas on the mound for the st louis cardinals the phillies are a minus 115 road favorite here uh minus 105 on the money line for the st louis cardinals total is set at nine Run line minus one and a half plus 160 for the Cardinals and plus one and a half minus 192 for the Philadelphia Phillies in this game. What are you talking about this matchup between the Phillies and the Cardinals? Man, I like the over. Um, I do lean to Philly here, but again, man, I, I can't get St. Louis right. It seems like every time I bet them, if I bet on them, they they lose. If I bet against them, they win. I mean, typical typical St. Louis. I mean, I was against them in, in the Baltimore series. They like killed me every, every time. Um, Philly has lost three of the last five or four of the last five. I'm sorry. They had a rough series against Atlanta, but again, how much stock do you put into them getting beat up by Atlanta? The offense has been pretty um, inconsistent. Um, well, they've been consistent over the past week, four plus runs and four of the last five. Um, a lot of those were, you know, at the top of Atlanta's rotation. So they were against some solid pitching, um, St. Louis four plus runs and three of the last five. Uh, I mentioned their impressive win, the two one series win in Baltimore. Um, they're also over in six of the last 10, 36 and 32 to the over at home. Um, I don't trust, I, I don't really trust Suarez, although he hasn't allowed over two runs in his last five. I, I just still don't trust him. Um, not, not against, even against this below average offense of, of St. Louis. Nicholas, I mean, we know what Nicholas is. Uh, but again, I think we both were uh, against him in his last start or one of his last recent starts that he played well and, and got beat. So, I mean, five plus runs in three of his last five, 27 runs allowed in his last six starts. That's 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 pretty big. So I think we can go to the over here. Uh, that's going to be my favorite play is going to be the over and the team total over for um, Philadelphia here. Yeah, uh, Nicholas faced the Phillies earlier this season. Six innings, he allowed five earned runs, eight hits, and three strikeouts in that game uh, at uh, at Bush Stadium. Two and five with a five point three three ERA this season, uh, and just hasn't been pretty. Like you mentioned, he's allowed twenty three earned runs over his last five starts, and also the home run is a uh, the the home run ball is a huge issue for Miles Nicholas. And then you know Ranger Suarez. I don't know how to really describe him this season. I guess meh. Uh, would be the I think the word that kind of comes to mind. I mean, his ERA is at three point nine three, but his record is two and six. Uh, the Phillies have lost three of his last four starts, uh, but on the road this season he is two and three with a two point eight nine ERA. Um, I, I think that my my favorite play in this game is probably going to be Phillies team total over. Um, and I'm I was trying to find the left handed um, hitting stats or uh, hitting stats for the Cardinals against left handed pitching. Um, and St. Louis WRC plus over the last two weeks, uh, they are number 24 team batting average. They are number 14 
Slogging percentage against left-handed pitching, they are number 20. OPS, they are number 21. So they're below league average in most of those offensive statistical categories against left-handed pitching. But um, I think it's an opportunity for the Phillies to get to um, uh, to Miles Mikolas in this game. You get all nine at-bats. Uh, with the road team here. So I think I'm going to go with the Phillies team total over uh, in this game. Go to my head. I'll go with the uh, Millie, uh, Phillies money line uh, minus 115 in this game here as well. Uh, next game on the board here. We don't currently have lines for the game between the uh, Diamondbacks and the Cubs. Um, quickly, let me see if we do have uh, pitchers listed for this game tomorrow. Um, so I do see it'll be Kyle Hendricks versus uh, Zach Davies uh, in this game. But again, no official lines here yet. Do you see anything different there? Uh, um, no, I didn't, I didn't see any when I was doing my notes either. Okay. Did you have anything to add for this game or did you want to move on to the next one? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I don't know if I can trust um, either pitcher, um, but I would probably look at the Cubs, because like I think Steele is way too low. I know we both talked about that early on um, last night. I think Steele is way too low tonight. I think it might be similar priced tomorrow, depending on um, what happens tonight. But I, I lean to the under. I think the Cubs can have a big series here. Yeah, I think this is an important series for the Cubs, or actually for both teams. I both mean, teams, we, yeah. Yeah, you know, we talk about the uh, the standings here for uh the american uh, sorry for the national league wild card um let me see here i'm trying to pull up the exact standings here so the phillies right now have a four game lead uh the cubs have a two and a half game lead for the 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 the, the second spot but then there's a three-way tie right now uh for that third spot between the giants the reds and the diamondbacks and the marlins are only a half a game behind uh for that third spot so a lot to be determined here and a lot of important games for both of these teams and you know, I think this is an opportunity for the Diamondbacks to try to get back into the race here, or at least, you know, um, create some separation for behind the Marlins and maybe creep into the lead that the Cubs do have right now. But I'm not sure I can put faith in Zach Davies. There's no way. Over his last five games, he's uh, he's he had two great starts and then he had two bad starts uh, for the um, for the Diamondbacks. His last start, which was against the New York Mets wasn't too bad. He only lasted four innings, but he did allow three earned runs. Uh, fortunately, the offense was able to carry them uh, in that game, which they squeaked by with four runs. After those three earned runs that he allowed, um, the Diamondbacks pitching staff didn't give up anything after that. And then prior to that, um, in uh, Coors Field, or sorry, at home against the Coors, uh, against the Colorado Rockies, three innings, he allowed five earned runs. But again, the offense was able to uh, provide 12 runs of run support uh, to Zach Davies, four of his last five starts, the Diamondbacks have won, and there have been a lot of runs being produced in those uh, three of his last five games, I should say. So, um, looking at um, uh, Kyle Hendricks, like you mentioned, man, I, I don't know, like if you can trust either one of these yeah, pitchers. Seriously, it's bro, like, seriously, it's like picking poison. But I know Kyle Hendricks has been in better form. Uh, as of late, over his last five starts, where he's two and one, the two point seven nine ERA. Now he did face the Diamondbacks earlier this season, which was actually in his last start, where he uh, went five and two thirds, allowed seven hits and two earned runs, uh, and the Cubs did go on to win that game five to two. I'll trust the Cubs here, man. I'll take them on the money line here. I don't love the play, but I think I think you're right that I think the play was probably going to be on the over. I, I am not sure if I can put both faith in both these pitchers or maybe a Cubs team total over. Uh, in this game, just really fading Zach Davies. 
Uh, all right, last game we're going to touch on here, Alante. Uh, it's going to be a 940 Eastern start, the L.A. Dodgers and the St. Louis, St. Louis, Seattle Mariners. I'm <laughs> uh, seeing Kershaw is going to get the start here for the L.A. Dodgers, and Bryce Miller is on the mound for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, the Dodgers are a minus 155 road favorite here, plus 130 on the money line for the Seattle Mariners. Total set at eight with juice towards the under at minus 118. Run line minus one and a half, plus 114 for the Dodgers, and plus one and a half, minus 135 here for the Seattle Mariners. I'll start here with Clayton Kershaw quietly, just quietly having a very good season uh, for the uh, LA Dodgers on the season. Kershaw is 12 and 4 with a 2.61 ERA. Over his last five games, he's been solid with a 2 0 record with a 2.86 ERA, seven earned runs in 22 innings pitched. His last start came against the Marlins, where he did get a little bit of trouble. Uh, he did allow five walks in that game. He allowed five hits, and two of them were home runs against the Marlins, and he allowed three earned runs. But prior to that, in his previous four starts, he allowed exactly one earned run. And after that, the bullpen came in and did allow anything uh, to the opposition. And the four of his last five starts, the four wins that he did have, the Dodgers won by multiple runs in those games. Uh, looking at Bryce Miller uh, for the uh, Seattle Mariners, 8-5 and five on the season with a 4.05 ERA. His last five starts, he's four uh, has a 4.10 ERA. His last start runs against the Tampa Bay Rays, where he did get into trouble. He allowed five earned runs uh, off of nine hits, just in five innings pitched. And the Mariners went on to lose that game 6-3. to three. They also lost the game prior to that against the Reds. But he had a better uh, outing in that game, where he did go five innings and only allowed one earned run. The, um, the bullpen came in uh, and uh, coughed up uh, five runs uh, to the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Miller has allowed at least three earned runs in three of his last four starts. And looking at the left-handed pitching numbers here, uh, uh, offensive numbers against left-handed pitching, Seattle over his last two weeks, they are number 28 in WRC plus team batting average. The Mariners are number 19 slugging percentage. Uh, they are number 26 in OPS. They are number 28 as well. So I definitely have the better pitcher on the mound here. I think that he's going to continue the, uh, the, the stellar pitching that he has had this season. If Kershaw can control the walks here, I think that this should be another run line victory here for the uh, L.A. Dodgers. I like them on the run line here. Again, you get all nine at-bats with the Dodgers. Uh, I have the better pitcher. I'm going to go with the Dodgers here on the run line. Minus one and a half, plus 114 uh, for the run line here for the Dodgers here, Lante. Yeah, man, couldn't agree with you more. Dodgers 47-19-4 and four, uh, to the over in road games. Um, I'm going to go with the over. Uh, I think that – I know Kershaw is going to probably have – you know, give up maybe – three runs max, uh, two at the least. So I think the Dodgers offense can be able to get there. I mean, they, they're they over in seven of the last 10. Uh, they've scored six-plus runs in four of the last five. Seattle scored five-plus in three of the last five. I don't expect them to score five against Kershaw, but if they can give us two or three, I think we can get over this number. Um, but maybe the better bit is probably just the Dodgers team total to go over, so you don't have to worry about the Mariners' offense. But again, I think the Dodgers might can get there uh, alone. Miller has allowed six plus hits in his last four, so he's allowed a lot of contact, not resulting in runs. So that could be a that could be a prime candidate for a regression here. Um, if, like you said, if Kershaw can limit those walks, I think that this Dodgers team should be able to go in here and get a comfortable, you know, seven four win, seven three win here. So I'm going with the Dodgers also on the run line. My favorite play would probably be the over and the Dodgers team total to go over. All right, so that was the around seven games that we wanted to cover that were, I guess, the more intriguing matchups 
uh, for the Saturday schedule. Um, anything else that kind of stuck out to you uh, for the Saturday games, Erlante? Uh, not really. Just that Atlanta looks a lot uh, a little short against Miami. I know they clinched the division, but I mean they're one one forty five tomorrow. I mean that's you see pictures for that game for Atlanta Miami. Yeah, um, Schuster and Hoeing. Okay. Yeah, but uh, like one forty five uh, to take back is one fifteen. So, and I mean, and Miami's taking money. That's the open one fifty. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I get it. I guess the the clinching hangover and all that, but uh, I think that might be a little bit too short. All right, let's uh, wrap up this episode with our lock and dog uh, for the Saturday schedule here, Lante. Uh, you want to lead us off? Yeah, man, I'm going to go with the lock. I'm just going to go ahead and lock up the Dodgers uh, team total to go over. Let me make sure I can find it. Uh, think it, it should be at five and a half, if I'm not mistaken. Um, team total. Uh, let's see. What's the game? Yeah, I see. Uh, you should be able to get a four and a half. Well, yeah, four and a half. Yeah, I see four and a half. It's juice. So, yeah, give me the four and a half. Like I said, the offense has been rolling lately. Um, Kershaw usually gets a lot of run support. Miller is allowing a lot of contact. Wrong. Uh, team to face, allowing a lot of contact in the Dodgers, especially at the top of that lineup. I think they can come in and mash uh, against Miller. So give me the Dodgers uh, team total to go over four and a half. For the dog, I'm going to go to your neck. Well, not your neck of the woods, but I'm going to go with Houston uh, minus one and a half plus 105 on the money line. All right. Uh, All right. For my lock, I will go with um, there's a couple things that I like here. I'll, I'll start with my dog. It's in the same game with the Dodgers. Um, I'll take the run line with them with Kershaw on the mound. Minus one and a half plus 114. I won't be surprised by game time if this is closer to even money. Uh, yeah. But Kershaw is just in great form right now. Uh, I know he slipped up a little bit, which wasn't even that bad in his last start. But I mean, four of his five, uh, four of the five previous wins that he did have for the Dodgers when he did start the uh, when he did start for the Dodgers, they won by multiple runs um, on the run line there. So getting this at plus money, I'm not gonna uh, you know hesitate to take that as my dog. I'm quickly trying to see here how you know the Dodgers have done uh, when Kershaw has started on the road uh, for them. And let me quickly see if I can uh, quickly query this here. Uh, uh, let's see. So the Dodgers. Eight and four straight up uh, on the money line, and they're seven and five on the minus one and a half. Um, but they are providing five point two five run support uh, for Kershaw on the road. So yeah, I'd still like it at minus one and a half plus one fourteen for my uh, lock. Do you see a Phillies team total there, uh, Lante? Uh, let's see if I can bring up the screen. Uh, team total for Phillies. I like that too. Um, probably, I guess it'd probably be a four and a half with a vig on the over. Yeah, maybe a five. Let me see. I see yeah, or five flat. Uh, actually, Caesars has four and a half even money. All right, I'll take that. Oh man, that's a hell of a bit. I'm I'm yeah. betting that right now. Actually, yeah, give me the Phillies team total over four and a half um, against Miles Miklas. I mean, we talked about it. He's just been absolutely atrocious. Uh, for the pitching staff of the Cardinals. And like we mentioned, over his last five games, he has a 7.22 ERA. He's allowed at least three earned runs in four straight starts. He's allowed at least five earned runs in two of his last four starts. 
And not only that, you know, walks are a concern. He's also allowed five home runs over his last two starts against the Braves and the Cincinnati Reds. So I think the Phillies bats will should be able to get to Miles Mikolas in this game. Yep. I'll take the over four and a half uh, Phillies team total uh, as my lock for the Saturday games against Miles Mikolas. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, Lante, anything else we want to mention before we get out of here, my friend? Nah, man. Good luck to everybody this weekend. A bit responsibly. Yeah, a lot of action this weekend, obviously, with MLB, college football, NFL. Uh, if you're, uh, you know, bet on uh, soccer as well, a lot of action going on uh, this WNBA week. WNBA playoffs. Yeah, there you go. WNBA playoffs there as well. So bet responsibly, have fun, you know, uh, and, and enjoy the games. We'll be back on Sunday evening at some point. It'll be myself and someone uh, to handicap the games uh, for the Monday schedule. So look out for us then. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the MLB Gambling Podcast YouTube channel if you haven't already. Leave us a rating and review and follow us on Twitter at MLBSGPN and on Instagram uh, Instagram uh, uh, at MLB Gambling Podcast. Appreciate everybody in the chat. The usual suspect, uh, Matthew, TVDBJ. I think Randy was in there as well, if I'm not mistaken. If he wasn't, he's going to pay us a fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he was in there. Um like I said, we'll be back Sunday nights. Look out for his den at the usual time. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.